Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoredeya, Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Chodosh, Halacha Gimel, Paragraph Vav. We dedicate the learning today, Le'ilu'i Nishmas, Oizer ben Alexander HaKoyim, whose yard site is today on the 17th of Cheshvan, and Zahavaleya Basra Bavrom, and Eliezer Brebnasen Yaakov, Yentefradl Bas Rabbi Shuarye, Harini Kaporas Mishkovon, and Li'ili Nishmas, all the Neftorim that need Aliyas for their Nishamois. In addition, for a complete Rufuah Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, Shemon Eliezer ben Rochel, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Menachem ben Rishabasha, Shlomon Isim ben Mazel, Avram David ben Chana, David ben Behia, Shendel Basleya, Eliana Golda Baschanafega, Ayelet Shoshana Baschanaleya, Israel ben Chanaleya, Betzala Yechiel Michel ben Tchiachava, Yehudas Ruchama Baschavarus, Gitganendel Basipoira, Sorocho Bas Yuspendel, Aviyulano Bas Yuspendel, Lebeleya Bas Sipoira, Michal Soro Bas Hadasa, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, David Lei Ben Shena, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Fruma Bas Genessa, Aviva Chaya Bas Esther Mindel, Daniel Baruch ben Sora, Shlomo ben Rivka Sprinzer, Yente Sora bas Chanorus, Lei ben Zhenya, Chayabrocha bas Peral, Besorch Sharcho of Israel. We're in the middle of a discussion about the harvest of the Oimer and how it even overrides Shabbos. We even do it on Shabbos. V'alkein k'tzira so'yimer doiche Shabbos, ki b'Shabbos also, Rav Nosson is going to explain on a spiritual level now what Shabbos is all about, and what cutting the Oymer is all about, and we'll see therefore why it is okay, it is the mitzvah to, car, to cut the, the barley for the Oymer on Shabbos, even. V'alkein k'tzira so'yimer doiche Shabbos, on Shabbos, we are forbidden to perform any acts of work that are weekday activity, that are associated with the body rather than the neshama. Because the six days of the week correspond to the body, to physical matter, to behema, to foolishness, keneged Shabbos versus Shabbos, shehi bechinas nefesh, bechinas odom, bechinas das. Shabbos is associated with the soul, with humans, with intellect. Ki kol hamalochais shel sheishis yimamaisa heim bechinas guf, shu bechinas asia, bechinas asias malochais, bechinas choymer, bechinas sichlos. Because all of the different types of work that we do during the six days of the week are related to the body, asiya, chomer, physical matter, sikhlus, foolishness, bechinas, as the Pasuk says when Hashem spoke to the Jewish people 
about picking the picking the mon during the six days of the week. So the Pasuk says there, Shotu Ha'am Velaktu. The people spread out to gather the mon. And the Zohar Kodesh says, Shotu, Shotu Bishtusa, with foolishness. Meaning that the six days of the week compared to Shabbos are like foolishness compared to high-level intellect. The Shabbos, Hibachinas Nefesh, whereas Shabbos corresponds to the soul, spiritual, Bechinas Kivoy Shovas Vayinofash, as we say in Vishamru on Friday night. The, the connection between Shabbos and Nefesh. And this is why the Gemara tells us that every Jew who observes Shabbos receives an additional Nefesh on Shabbos. And that additional Nefesh means higher level intellect. As the Pasuk says, when the, the Torah introduces the mitzvah of observing Shabbos, that why is Hashem giving us this mitzvah? Lodas, so that we will know and understand that I am Hashem who sanctify you. So we see that Shabbos is das. And that's why on Shabbos is when we eliminate, we avoid completely all types of work which are associated with the body, with physical matter. Because on Shabbos is when the soul is shining brightly. Which is a concept of the physical being nullified and coming to rest. Like the future world. That's when we're really going to have a taste of eternal life. Because as the Sforim refer to it, when they speak about the life of the future, they call it Oilam Haneshamois, the world of the souls. Ki Iker Hachaim, who Kishahaguf Nizbatel Venichlal Benefesh. Because as we learned earlier, true life is when the body is completely subservient and merges together with the soul. Ad Shezoichin Lodas Es Hashem Begufonefesh to the point where the person is to realize Hashem both in body and soul. This is the ultimate goal of the Jewish nation. Which we will achieve after Hashem brings all the dead people back to life. Where all of those people who passed away will come back to life in body and soul. And then the bodies will be 100% pure, the ultimate level of purity, so that the body will have the status of nefesh, of soul. And then we'll live eternal life. And we will know and understand and realize Hashem in body and soul together. That's when Hashem will reveal that light of the future. 
Shehu Oyer Hagonos Litzadikim, which is the light which existed at the beginning of creation, which we're told Hashem hid it away for Tzadikim in the future. Because when the body becomes completely subservient to the soul and they merge together and they act as one, that's called light. That's called life, real life. The original creation of man was for this purpose, to achieve what we just described. And this is why Hashem placed Odom Arishim in Gan Eden, originally. Because Hashem wanted man to achieve this goal immediately while he was physically living. That body and soul should be one and they should live eternally. And again, body and soul would both achieve complete recognition of Hashem while they were together, while the person was physically living. However, all of this was dependent on the proper holy eating of Adam Arishan. Shehi Chibur Hagufa Nefesh Kanal, which we explained earlier, that eating is what unites the body and soul. And therefore, the first commandment that Hashem commanded Adam Arishon was regarding eating. He was commanded not to eat from the Eitz Hadas. <coughs> Meaning that it was forbidden to eat a type of eating that's a combination of good and bad, a mixture of good and bad. <coughs> Which could possibly strengthen the body and allow the body to overpower the soul. And because Odom Arishan went against Hashem's command, Therefore he was exiled from Gan which is the residence of the souls. Where the Jewish souls go after they pass away. And because Sotom Rishon ate from the Eitz Hadas, which strengthened the body, therefore he was evicted from Ganeden, Venigzarol of Misa, and Hashem decreed the process of death, Shehu Bechinas Guf, which is related to the body. Kiachshov, Iefshel, Liskois, Lozer, Hatachlis, Beshlemus, Kiim Achar Hamisa. Because now that Odom and Chav ate from the Eitz Hadas, it became impossible for a human being to achieve the goal that we defined earlier of body and soul being one and the body being completely subservient to the soul until after the person passes away. She'oz yizbale haguf 
that's when the body deteriorates completely, and becomes completely purified. And then, <coughs> when they will be brought back to life at Tchiyas HaMesim, that's when the, both body and soul will be able to achieve recognition of Hashem. <coughs> and this will relate to each and every single one of us based on the degree of effort we put in to serving Hashem while, we, while we're living in this world. Which means, to overcome and be in full control of all the physical desires of the body, and to succeed in making the body subservient to the soul. To the degree that a person worked on this throughout their lifetime, that will define to what degree the person is after they're brought back to life to live true eternal life and to achieve the highest levels of recognition of Hashem in body and soul together. Because then, <coughs> after Tchiyas HaMesim, the body will be a completely pure, so that the body will achieve the status of nefesh, literally. I once remember hearing something similar to this, in a sense, from Rav Rosenfeld, this was on Lag Boimer, where he told over that the Zohar Kodesh says that at one point, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoizal said to his two closest students, his son Rabbi Elazar <coughs> and his student Rabbi Abba, that you are so great, you have achieved such incredible greatness <coughs> that when you leave the world, you are going to be heavenly angels. You're going to be malochim. And Rav Rosenfeld asked, what, what do you mean? That we, we know that tzaddikim in this world can be on a higher level than angels. So to say that when they leave this world, their Olam Haba, their Gan Eden is going to be angels? <clears throat> and the answer was that their body, their body will be on the Madrega of Malochim. Their Neshama will obviously be infinitely higher than that, much, much higher than that. Here, Rav Nosan is telling us that a person who leads a proper type of life and during our lives we try our best that the nefesh, the neshama, should be in control, should define what we think, what we say, what we eat, what we do, what we don't do. A person who does that, after, when that person passes away, and the body goes through the purification that it goes through in the grave, and all the purification that body and soul both go through, when there'll be trias hamesim, then the body, even the body, will become like nefesh. It'll be be, be something totally spiritual and, and, and they'll both be one the nefesh, the gufa nefesh will be one and both will achieve the, the highest level of recognition that that person can possibly achieve based on the efforts they put in during their lifetime any questions? Rabbi? yes do we also understand that someone who dies on Kiddush Hashem they also reach this level even though they weren't necessarily involved in, in uh, 
the highest levels of spirituality in this world. Correct. There are certain things that a person can do, such as a person dying al Kiddush Hashem, which override all the rules, all the standard procedures, where that, that person goes up to the highest, highest places. The Gemara mentions this, the Zohar Kodesh, the Sifrei Kabbalah speak about this. We, we've mentioned in the past that the Arizal says, the holiest time of the week is Shabbos at Mincha. In the Shmon Esrei that we say on Shabbos at Mincha, the last line of the middle paragraph, which is the, the major paragraph which speaks about Shabbos, says, Va'al menuchasam yakdishu that upon their passing away, when they are laid to rest, they will sanctify your name. The Arizal says <coughs> that when a person says those words, they're supposed to have in mind the Asora Haruge Malchias, the ten great tzaddikim, the ten tanoim, rabbis of the Gemara, who were murdered by the Roman king, put to death in a vicious, savage way, like some goyim are capable of doing, and, and they died al Kirish Hashem to sanctify the name of Hashem, and, and that, that's, that's what to have in mind at that time. I'm, I was once speaking to my Rebbe, Rebbe Michal Zechon about this topic, and he, he immediately said that, that our connection is to the 30,000 Kedoshim in Oman that died in the pogrom that took place about 30 years before Rabbeinazal was born. I believe it was 1768, the massacre that took place over there, where Jews were put to the test of bowing to the cross and live, otherwise being hacked to death. And 30,000 men, women, and children refused to bow and were murdered during that period, that three-day period, during the month of Tammuz. So since he mentioned that, I try always to keep both of those things in mind when saying those words, Va'al menuchasam yakdishu to attach ourselves to these very, very, very holy souls. And with what we see taking place now, in our time, with this, the savagery that was displayed once again by Hamas and the other Arabs and, and the Jews that are being killed every day, dying al-Kiddush Hashem, trying to protect Eretz Yisrael, etc., we should be zeichet that their neshamas that go up to the highest places should be a kapora for all of Klal Yisrael and should bring about the, the final gula. Mitzvah A question in the chat, can we explain what exactly Achila Digdusha means? Does it mean not receiving pleasure from the food one eats, eating only to have strength for Avodah Hashem? That's one example of Achila Digdusha a person trying to minimize each one on their level, trying to minimize the focus on the physical food, on the taste, on the pleasure, and to keep in mind that the main reason I'm eating is to unite my body and soul so that the body will serve the soul, so that my body will be able to carry out all of the actions and activities that it needs to carry out in order for the soul to achieve its goals. Serving Hashem, that's one aspect of it. It means being careful about what we eat in terms of kashrus. Is it 100% permissible, something permissible to be eaten, or is it something that the Torah defines as forbidden? And then comes the issue of quantity. 
limiting, limiting the quantity of what a person eats during the six days of the week to try to eat as little as is necessary in order for the body to be healthy and be able to perform the activities that it needs to perform. <coughs> Whereas on Shabbos, on Yantif, at a Sudas Mitzvah, there we indulge to a degree. We eat more, we eat better. There we focus more on, on buying and eating things that we like, that we enjoy, but not, again, keeping in mind that I'm eating this food that I enjoy in order to enjoy the Shabbos. Not, my focus isn't enjoying the food. It's eating this food that I like in order that it'll make me like Shabbos more. It'll make me and my children, my family, like Shabbos, appreciate Shabbos, enjoy Shabbos, and do all the mitzvahs of Shabbos, the Torah, the tefillah, and all the mitzvahs of Shabbos to the best of my ability. That's another important aspect of it. Then there's the issue of the brachas that we make before eating and after eating to make sure to say those brachas with kavana, the bracha before we eat, the after bracha, whether it's boyer nefashos, whether it's salamichia, whether it's birkas hamazayim, to, to know that, again, one of the rabbis once said that most people make a bracha so that they can eat. And this rabbi said, I eat so that I can make brachas. We have to try, each one of us on our level, to realize what's the highlight of the meal that the highlight is, of the meal is that I'm allowed to say Hashem's name. Baruch Hashem Eloikeinu Melech Ha'olam. I'm allowed to mention Hashem's name and I'm allowed to declare that I believe in and I accept Hashem as the king of the world, you know, and that I acknowledge that He created everything and that it's His. Everything in the world belongs to Hashem and Hashem is willing to allow me to partake in it if I show that I realize who it belongs to. La Hashem that the world and everything in it belongs to Hashem. These are some of the examples. <coughs> Question. Many, many Jews work hard at Asei Toiv and not so hard at being Mevatel Taivoy Saguf. That has no impact on one's Madrega Nitzchid. Only Bitul Bitul Taivas? That's what it sounds like here. How about Chesed to others? The answer is once again, we have to be extremely careful when we learn a page, one page of Likuti Alochis, to know that there's another 4,000 pages. Right now, right here, Rab Zal is focusing on the issue of Shvirois Hataivas, which is an extremely important piece of Yiddishkeit. Those people that are chesed, 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 but they ignore shvira sataivos, they're leaving out the important piece of the puzzle. That's not to say that performing acts of chesed and stok and all of those things aren't very important, very special, and things that elevate a person, elevate the soul and repair the soul, but we, we want the whole picture. We want everything. And this is definitely an important piece of it. And so long as a person is still allowing their physical, materialistic tithes to control them, that will limit the person's ability to think clearly, to think straight, and to think right, to be able to recognize emes from sheker. Rab Nosanzal and Rab speak, and all the forums speak about this a lot, that in order for a person's brain 
to be working correctly and to be able to know what's right and what's wrong, what's true and what's false, it, it's based on the degree of self-control that the person establishes regarding their physical pleasures, materialistic pleasures. When we see people who are supposed, who, who look smart, and they look intelligent, and yet they're, they're speaking lies, they're being, they're being swept up by incredible lies and falseness and sheker, and we say, I, I don't get it. The, the person doesn't seem to be a complete idiot, moron, fool. How are they spouting this sheker? And one of the reasons could very likely be because there is no shvira satayvois, because the person doesn't realize that in order for the brain to do what it needs to do, it's defined in a very big way by how the body is operating. To the degree that a person is controlling the physical and materialistic desires, that will define how properly the brain is operating. Continuing inside, validation is gare and as a result of Odom Arishan being evicted from Gan Eden, as a result of eating what he wasn't supposed to eat, that's what brought on the decree from Hashem of the struggle to earn a livelihood. Which refers to the work that we do during the six days of the week. Shehem Shloishim Vitesham Alochis which the Torah tells us <coughs> are based on 39 different types of work, Shehem Shloishim Vitesha Malkios, which correspond to the 39 lashes that a person is given when they commit certain sins, Keneget Shloishim Vitesha Klolois, Sheniskalalu And it also corresponds to the 39 curses that Hashem issued to Adam, Chava, and the snake, and the earth, at the time after eating from the Eitz Hadass. Because as a result of this wrong type of eating, the body was strengthened. The body which is associated with physical action. Asiya is the lowest one of the four worlds. Asiya in this context means physical labor, weekday. The 39 acts of work. Aval, however, the Zohar Kodesh tells us, we know that Odom Arishon was created on Friday, on the sixth day of creation. And the act of eating from the Eitz Hadas took place on Friday. And the Zohar Kodesh says that Odom Arishon could easily have died from this. Hashem had said, Ki on the day that you eat from this tree, you're going to die. So Adam Arishon could have and should have died that day. But the Zohar Kodesh says, Avol Shabbos hagen al Adam Arishon. Shabbos protected and saved Adam Arishon. Rabbi as the Zohar Kodesh says, Shabbos ogin alohi. Ki Hashem Shabbos. Because Hashem took pity on us and gave us this mitzvah of Shabbos, She'oz hu me'ein oilam haba. Shabbos is a taste of the future world. 
Bechinas his alusanefesh, an incredible elevation of the soul, of the spirituality. And that's when there's a complete stop and elimination of the 39 acts of work. And by observing Shabbos properly, we have the ability to draw the holiness of Shabbos upon the six days of the week. And thereby elevate and purify and sanctify those 39 acts of work that we're doing during the weekdays. That it should take on the holiness of Shabbos. Where we know the Zohar Kodesh and other Svarim refer to 39 lights. <coughs> this refers to, there are many things that this is related to. This refers to the first three letters of Hashem's name, Yud Kevavke, when they're written out each letter as a word, Yud Vav Dalet, Hey Aleph, Vav Aleph Vav, it's Bigimatria 39. And we have this term, these 39 lights, Bechinas Meleches HaMishkan, like the work that was done for the Mishkan, which was not curse, that was blessing. Because the Gemara tells us clearly that all of the 39 acts of work that we are forbidden to perform on Shabbos, we learn from the 39 types of work that were done in the Mishkan. To teach us that the 39 acts of work of the holy Jewish nation, which we perform during the weekdays, have to be done with holiness, with tremendous holiness. That it should be like the work that was done for the Mishkan and in the Mishkan. As Rabbeinu Zal elaborates on this in chapter 11 in Likut Imran and in other places. Ki Iker because we know the Gemara tells us a very important concept in Yiddishkeit that a person who puts in the proper effort on during the six days of the week will have what to eat on Shabbos. Here Rav is saying that a person who puts in proper effort that their work during the six days of the week should be holy to follow all the mitzvahs of the Torah, Yoichal B'Shabbos, that person's eating is Shabbos. That person's eating even during the six days of the week, in a sense, is Shabbos. Because again, this is our main mission in this world, this world which is compared to the body, for us to work very hard to sanctify ourselves, to defeat and subdue the body, and to make the body completely subservient to the soul. And through that, a person will be to be part of the future world, which is called the world of the souls. <coughs> And this is similar in concept 
us purifying ourselves in this world <clears throat> in order to get to the next world is similar to the concept of a person purifying the 39 acts of work that they do during the six days of the week. <speaking in Hebrew> so that the person could really experience Shabbos. Bibchinas. <speaking in Hebrew> As the Pesach says, during the six days of the week you will perform your work. On the seventh day <coughs> will be Shabbos. Again, your Shabbos will be defined by how well you do your work during the six days of the week. Kikdushas Shabbos. We're going to come to the question in the, in the chat about if, if Shabbos is all about the spirituality, why so much talk about eating? Rab Nosson Sal is going to address that. Because the eating on Shabbos is spirituality. Because to a large degree, a person is to experience the holiness of Shabbos based on the degree that that person was to try for holiness during the six days of the week. <clears throat> because it's during the six days of the week that we have the main battle to overpower the body, to have the soul overpower the body. To have the Shabbos overpower the weekday. To have the eternal life overpower the temporary life. To have the life of the future world overpower the life in the living in this world. Meaning, so that the person's whole yearning and effort throughout the six days of the week should be, which are this world, which are body, to be able to subdue the body and, and the physical matter to the nefesh. That the body should become part of the soul. The body should be serving the soul. This is the whole concept of merging the six days of the week into Shabbos. The concept of merging all of our days of this world into the future world. As the Pesach says about Avraham Avinu, the Avraham Zokain Bo Bayomim. Avraham Avinu reached old age. He came with all of his days. He brought all of his days. The Sov Ve'ol Bayomim. He became, he was old, and he rose up with his days. Shezoichen Lovoi Ve'lalois Lo'olam Haba Im Kol Yemei For a person to to try to achieve the ability to be able to go up, to rise up to Olam Haba with all of their days in this world. That all the days that I'm living in this world now should be holy and pure to fill them with Torah and mitzvahs. 
עד שכולם עולו ונכללו למעלה למעלה בבחינת סוילם הבא. And Avram Avinu was such a, that all of his days rose up and were plugged in way, way, way up on high in Olam Haba, Shehu Olam HaNeshamais, which again is the world of the souls. V'yoz, kishezoichen shiyah halamet esmalochais, bebechini esmalechis amishkan. And then, when a person is zoichen, that the work that they're doing during the six days of the week, those 39 acts of work, are holy, are pure. The person is careful not to cross any lines, not to do any averis, each one on our level. And, and that my work, my main intention in my work is to make money, to be able to give tzedakah, to be able to buy tzitzis and tefillin, and, and things for, for my wife and children, for the whole family, of mitzvah. Oz kol halamates malachos heim bebechinas tal oirois. When a person's 39 acts of, of work during the weekdays are like Melechus HaMishkan, then those 39 acts of work are 39 lights. Kitsiura de Mashkana, Kitsiura de Ganeidim. Because the Zoyar Kodesh says, <coughs> the shape and form of the Mishkan was like the shape and form of Ganeidim. So when a person's efforts down here are Mishkan, that person's efforts are Ganeidim. Shehu Oilam Haneshamois, which is the spiritual world, the world of the souls, Bechin Oibchinas Oilam Haba, Sheoz Yichyu Hamesim, Vienichlal Haguf Banefesh, that's when all the people that died will be, come back to life, Vienichlal Haguf Banefesh, and the body will merge together completely with the soul, Vienichyu Chaim Nitzchim, and the people will be able to live eternal life. And this is what this term 39 lights refers to. Because this term 39 lights that's used throughout the Sifrei Kabbalah and Sifrei Hasidus refers to the dew of Tchiyas HaMesim. It's brought that Kaviochel, Hashem will sprinkle this dew, this tal, and that's what will bring the dead people back to life. As it says in Yeshaya Novi, Yichyu Meisecha, your dead will come back to life. Nevelosi Yikumun, these corpses will, will rise up. Hakitsu Varanenu Shoichneof, or wake up and sing, you who are lying in the dirt. Kital Oirois Talecha, because your due is this 39 lights. This is part of that same Pasuk. So these 39 lights refer to this dew of Tchias HaMesim, which is eternal life. That's what the soul is all about. And all of this a person achieves by sanctifying the Shabbos, which is a taste of Olam Haba. By a person taking a break on Shabbos from all 39 acts of work, from all of the weekday work. This gives us the ability to strengthen the soul, to, to, to raise it above the body. To the point where we're able to draw the holiness of Shabbos 
into the six days of the week. So that even during the six days of the week, where Zoycha to be Shabbosdik, where Zoycha that the, the soul is taking priority over the body. And the 39 acts of work that we're doing during the six days of the week are sanctified. These turns acts of work, which are body, they're sanctified by Bechinas Tal Oirois. They're elevated to become like 39 lights. Shehem Bechinas Chaim Nitzchim, which define eternal life, Bechinas Nefesh, which is what the soul is all about. Nimtza, we see therefore, Sheikar Bitul Malacha Beshabas, Mikol Halamates Malachas. So we conclude, therefore, that the main reason why we do not do any of these 39 acts of work on Shabbos is in order to allow the soul to soar and be clearly above and on top of the body. So that we can achieve those 39 lights. That do of which means eternal life. As it says about Shabbos, those who taste Shabbos are experiencing real life. And as we say in the song that we sing on Shabbos morning, we finish by saying, and there's no one like you, Hashem, our Savior, who will bring us who will bring the dead back to life. We mention this specifically on Shabbos. Because Shabbos is a taste of the future world, this bringing the dead back to life, which is when, when people will live eternal life, body and soul will be like one. That's what Shabbos is all about. And again, Rabbi Nezal says in Likutim Ram that during the weekdays, quoting the Arizal, the Sifrei Kabbalah, during the weekdays, if a person eats more than they're supposed to, it goes to the klipos, it goes to the sitrachra. On Shabbos, the food that we eat is kuloi koidish. It's all spiritual, it's all holy. Now keep in mind that even there, a person could cross certain lines, a person could overeat in a, in a wrong, sinful type of way where they'll harm their body and soul. It means that for those people who during the six days of the week, they limit what they eat, and they're always looking to see how little do I need. For those people on Shabbos, they're allowed to open the throttle, <coughs> open the walls, and eat more, and, and eat things that they enjoy, that they like more, enjoy more, that kind of thing. <coughs> Any questions? How, can, how exactly can weekday eating be a bechina of Shabbos eating? The answer is what we said. By focusing, Shabbos is ruchnius. Shabbos is not, weekday is gashmius, 
Weekday is guf, Shabbos is neshama. In a meal that I'm eating, there's two parts. There's guf and there's neshama. There's the bracha that I make before I eat and the bracha that I make after I eat. And there's the divrei Torah that are spoken at the meal. Or if I look into a sefer in the meal, all of that, putting emphasis on that, that's elevating my weekday eating to the, the Kiddush of Shabbos. That's bringing holiness into, into the food that I'm eating. And therefore, the cutting of the Oimer, Shehu Bechinas his alus hanefesh alaguf, which is uh, elevating the soul over the body, because we learned earlier that the oimer was barley. Barley is animal food. By bringing that as a korban, we're elevating the animal to the level of Adam. We're elevating the guf to nefesh. Ki iker hisalus hanefesh hanofas oimer soirim. Because one of the very powerful ways that we elevate the soul and give it power over the body is this mitzvah of lifting up this Oymer Soirim, by which we leave the category of Behema and go up to the level of Adam, mi guf lenefesh, we go from guf to nefesh, ve'ikar kabolas ha-toyro daiko, and our ability to receive the Torah on Shavuos begins from this. It begins from that counting of the Oymer, which begins from the Korban Oymer, al Ho-Oymer Soirim, as a result of bringing this offering, this measure of barley. Al-Kain, Ktsir Ho-Oymer, That's why we were allowed to and required to perform this mitzvah of cutting the, the barley for the Oymer, even on Shabbos. Kamaisham Rabbi Senesal, as the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, that the Pesach says, Bechorish ubakotzir tishbois, that on Shabbos we're required to rest, to abstain from plowing and harvesting. And the Gemara learns out over there that this refers to plowing and harvesting that's permissible, that's rishus. Yotzok tzir ho'imer shehu mitzvah. But it excludes the harvesting of the oimer, which is a mitzvah. Because this harvesting of the Oimer, which is mitzvah, that's one of the main things that elevates the nefesh. And that's one of the major forces that takes us to Kabbalah Satoira. We know, for example, we give this example many times. You start a car, and then you step on the accelerator to take you where you need to go to. The starting of the car requires the greatest energy, and that in some ways is the most important thing. If the car doesn't start properly, then even if you're traveling, your traveling is going to be very shaky and very possible that the car will die somewhere before you get to where you need to get to. The starting of the car is bringing that Oymer Soirim on the 16th of, of, of Nisan. That's the starting of the car. From there, we continue a count of 49 days, moving, traveling towards the holiday of Shavuos, which is Kabbalah Satoira. 
Shal Yoto Zoichin Lechayoylam Hapa. And it's th- through the through the Torah that we zoichet to eternal life, shivachinas taloyros, which is those thirty nine lights. V'alkein koitzer and hoimer afilu b'shabbos, and this is why we are allowed to harvest the hoimer even on Shabbos. Shehi bechinas nefesh, Shabbos is nefesh vayinofash. We said because this harvesting of the Oimer is one of the major, major mitzvahs that brings about an elevation of the Nefesh. And this is why you'll find a very interesting point here. We find that when the Torah speaks about this mitzvah of, of Oimer, it connects it to Shabbos. Kamashukosov, as it says there, Mimochoras Hashabos Yenifenu Hakoyim. On the day after Shabbos, the Kohen will lift up the Oimer Soirim. Now the word Shabbos there does not mean Shabbos. It means the first day of Pesach, <coughs> which the Torah is calling it Shabbos here. There's a whole discussion in the Gemara about this. And the Tzedekim, those people who don't believe in the Gemara, they say, no, 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 that Hanafas must be done on Sunday. But that's wrong. The, the, the word Shabbos in this context means the first day of Pesach. So why does it call it Shabbos? Rab Nassim says, based on what we're learning here, now you'll understand why it calls it Shabbos. Ki ikr hanofas ho'imer hu bechina Shabbos. Because this mitzvah of lifting up this oimer soirem in all the different directions is an aspect of Shabbos. Bechinas oilam haba, the future world, which was zoichet to this, through this. Alidei his alus hanefesh alaguf by elevating the soul over the body, shehu bechinas hanofas oimer soirim. That's this concept of lifting up this measure of barley, shemeinifen oisel Hashem. We're lifting it up to Hashem. Umalin mebehem laodam. We're lifting up from behema to odam, miguf lenefesh, mimisa lechayim, michochmes chitzonius lechochmes atoyrekana. Question in the chat: What can a person do if they don't see if if they don't see any real difference between weekday eating and Shabbos eating? If they don't feel that Shabbos eating is pure spirituality? Very good question. The answer: To to beg Hashem. Hashem, look at me. Look how physical I am. Look how attached I am to this physical, materialistic world that I don't even feel this change in the weather. I don't feel the dramatic, incredible, incredible change that takes place when the clock moves, when we change from Friday into Shabbos. Which means I'm, I'm not a lot, my, my neshama is not spiritual, it's like I'm asleep. I'm in a deep sleep, I don't feel the change. Hashem, wake me up. This is part of a person begging Hashem, pleading with Hashem to be zeichet, to feel holiness, to feel Shabbos, to feel the difference in the clothing that I wear on Shabbos from the clothing I wear during the week. To feel, and again, part of it comes by observing all the mitzvahs of Shabbos, by learning, studying all the mitzvahs of Shabbos and observing it. 
the woman lighting the candles and having in mind that this isn't a physical thing. A candle is a neshama, ner elokim nishma sodom, that the woman lighting those candles on Shabbos is turning on a nuclear spiritual reactor. There, I'm turning on my neshama and the neshama of everyone in this household. And, and the special tefillahs that we say, all, and all the, the cooking, all the preparation for Shabbos, a whole week, any shopping that I'm doing or anything I'm thinking about, may, if this is something good, I'll say, for Shabbos. I'll, I'll prepare it for Shabbos. person sees a recipe, a good, well, well, maybe I'll make that for Shabbos. Or shopping, see something special, I'll buy it for Shabbos, that kind of thing. By a person being conscious of, of these two parts that we're made up, we're made up of a body and a neshama. And, and the physical world that we're in tries to drown the neshama, tries to put the neshama to sleep, tries to block the neshama from screaming, hey, I'm here. Why, why, I'm the one that's really important. I'm the one that's going to live eternally. The body is going to disappear shortly. And, and putting all the focus on the neshama, on the neshama, on the Torah, on Hashem. And, and again, especially, Rabbi Nezal gave us the secret of Hispoiridus, that if a person wants to feel and, and see the difference, you have to be mispal for it. I've told over many times the story of the Batayim, who was a great tzaddik who lived in Chutzloretz, and he had tremendous love for Eretz Yisrael. We, I won't go through the whole story now, but when he finally got to Eretz Yisrael, and he was here, he looked around, and he didn't see a difference. He, didn't, he couldn't see the real difference between what he saw here and what he saw where he lived in Chutzloretz. And then at one point, he met the person who gave him the final inspiration to, to pick himself up and leave Chutzloretz and come to Eretz Yisrael. And he met the person, and he said to him, you told me that Eretz Yisrael is something completely different. You told me that the stones here glow with Hashem's light, and I don't see it. So this person said to the Basayin, there's a, the, the Basayin is a Sefer, which this rabbi wrote, a Sefer that combines Kabbalah, Hasidus, Gemara, everything. This rabbi was a very great holy rabbi, but somehow the Satan had clouded his thoughts somehow, and he forgot somehow for a moment that the person said to the rabbi, you want to see it? You want to feel it? You have to be Zeicher. You have to be privileged. And the Basayans writes that he heard what he said and he realized that just like the Kiddush of Shabbos, if a person wants to f- see it and they want to feel it, you have to be mispala for it. You have to really beg Hashem for that. So too, if a person wants to see and feel the Kiddush of Eretz Yisrael, a person has to pray for it, be mispala for it. And he said, I started begging Hashem, pleading with Hashem to be Zeicher, and now I see the Basayim. So again, this is advice for all of us. And this is one of the highlights of, of, the, of Breslov, of Rabbein Zal's teachings to us, that Rabbein Zal wanted all of us to be able to experience these kind of things on our level, to be able to feel, to see and feel the difference between Shabbos and weekday, to see and feel the difference between eating a steak on a Wednesday and eating it on Lahavdil on Shabbos Kodesh. Eating ice cream on a Wednesday and eating on a... One of the ways that a person could, could feel that is by not eating ice cream during the week and not eating steak. 
if, if it isn't necessary, if there isn't an important reason for it, reserving those things for Shabbos, that's one of the things that makes the person conscious, aware that, hey, this is something totally different. This day is completely different from those other six days. But again, the, the most important thing is the tefillah, pleading, begging Hashem. Hashem wants us to see this. He wants us to experience this. But He can't give it to us for free, in a sense. The Pasuk says, Harchev picha va'amalehu. Open your mouth wide and I'll fill it. Today is Wednesday. This morning we said the Shir Shalyoim. And the last three lines of the Shir Shalyoim today were, Lechun Hashem which are the first three lines of the Friday night prayer. So that on Wednesday morning, we're starting to, to get excited that Shabbos is coming. These are the three candles on, on the left side that turned in towards that middle candle in the menorah of Shabbos. That Wednesday morning already is when we're ratching up that preparation for Shabbos, getting excited, Shabbos is coming, and, and thinking about Shabbos and looking forward to Shabbos. We should be zeichet to make all the proper hachonas for the final Shabbos, for Olam Haba, for the Geula Shleimah, Bimhera Biyameinu, Amen Biyamein.